welcome to Leah and Alana watch the X-Files. Leah's seen it, Alana hasn't. That's basically the whole show. And today we are talking about the Jersey Devil. And I am so excited to talk about this. Is, this. this is what we've been waiting for. Just brimming with excitement. Um, we watched episode five. It's titled The Jersey Devil. It is supposedly about the Jersey Devil. <laughs> supposedly, as in it, it, there are some conflicting um, belief, I guess, on, on what the Jersey Devil is compared to what is depicted in this episode. Yeah, I think many, many would say this episode is not at all about the Jersey Devil. I would be one of those people who would say something like that. And I indeed will say that while we are recording this. <laughs> Great. You just did. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like they wanted it to be the Jersey Devil. As in, like, that's what Mulder wanted, obviously, because he's like, it's got to be something spooky. But ultimately, it was just like, can I say the ending right now? Is that, is that allowed? I mean, yeah, why not? Well, it was just like a woman. And then prior to that, I guess, like a man. It was like this family that just yeah. lives in the woods and lives off of the land and shit and attacks people because they're, you know, feral people. But it's not the Jersey Devil. Yeah, I have so many feelings about this. But really, like, my big question is, did the writers of this episode know what the Jersey Devil was and choose <laughs> not to write about it? Or did they do no research into what the Jersey Devil actually is? Yeah, I don't know, because, I, I mean, the lore surrounding the Jersey Devil has been in existence since, like, I think the late 1700s. Yeah, it's been around for a while. There's no excuse. <laughs> and I, for some background for the listeners, I actually think it was you texting me about this episode that got yes. me to watch the X-Files in general, because you told me it was, that it was about it the was. Jersey Devil, and I was like, oh, interesting. I am into the Jersey Devil. I'm into cryptids in general. And then you told me, well, is, is the Jersey Devil just like a big person, a tall person? <laughs> to which I was like, no, that's, that's not it at all. I got to watch this. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know much about what it was supposed to be, but I knew that it was a thing. And so I was like, well, let me Google this because, and I did this specifically because in the episode, someone shows Mulder a drawing of this creature that they have seen which is the most ridiculous drawing I've maybe ever seen it is just a large it's I, I, you know what it you know what it really reminds me of and I I hope that you will know this reference but you have, have you ever built Ikea furniture I have built because Ikea furniture the instructions come with it's like a little picture of a guy, but he's just like a rounded dude, and <laughs> he doesn't really look like a person. That's what this looked like, but like really big. Like he had arms and legs, but he was just like a rounded head and everything. It, 
Yeah, was- to me, that drawing, and I, I need to talk about this drawing, and it's like so hard to structure this episode because there's so much that I'm just so excited to talk about, and this drawing was one of it. And this drawing, uh, first of all, just to like explain, this drawing is given to Mulder, and Mulder immediately takes it as evidence, and not oh, yeah. only takes it as evidence, but then gets arrested and shows it to the cop that arrested him as evidence. He's like, obviously, look at this. And when they first showed the drawing, I was like, they must have just done it too quick. I, I, I must be missing something because there's no way that he is this freaked out and excited by having an actual drawing of this creature. And it looks like that. It is a drawing of... A person. That is all it is. It it is a drawing of a naked person. It is a child's drawing of a naked person. I can't explain how average this drawing is. It is a person with arms and legs and fingers and hair. And that's what this drawing is. But he takes it as evidence that there is some mythological creature nearby. Well, because they looked, it looked big. But that doesn't mean anything. It's a drawing on, on a piece Right, of paper. exactly. It's you not can like, draw it as big or small as you want. Like, if he was drawn tiny, it doesn't mean that the Jersey Devil is miniature. Like, Exactly. And there's also nothing else in the drawing to put it at scale. <laughs> no. So it's not like it was drawn with, like, a tiny building by it. It's just a drawing of this person. So we have no idea what scale this drawing is. Yeah. And he, he gets this drawing from... A man who, you know, lives in this alleyway, and Mulder winds up there because he's he's like, I'm just going to go to this part of town and ask if anyone here knows about the disappearance of this guy. And, I mean, I guess it worked, but it just doesn't seem like a great tactic for finding information on this. Yeah, you would think, but it turns but out it was. to be. I also want to say quickly that this, again, is an episode where they're not actually on this case. Mulder just yeah. wanted to go. <laughs> I also, I wrote something like this down. What I wrote down was, they're constantly investigating cases they're not assigned to. Are they ever assigned to anything? <laughs> Because it doesn't feel like they are. They they are eventually, but yeah, the the beginning of it is really just like they don't have a lot of work coming in, and but Mulder hears about these like crazy ass things, or I think Scully brings it up in the beginning of this one, and I'm like, well, girl, what do you think was gonna happen? Right, Scully tells him about the case, and I it felt to me like, oh, Scully thinks he'll be interested in this. She wants him to be happy. She wants him to, like, take an interest in this. But then she gets surprised that he wants to investigate it, which is exactly like what you said. Like, girl, what did you think was going to happen? (laughs) Yeah, she is, I mean, let's talk about Scully in this episode for a minute, because she is all over the map with, with her behavior. First of all, as we just said, she should have known what was about to happen. She worked with Spooky Mulder. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're there and she's like, I have to leave to go to my godson's birthday party. Yes, but let's not forget that she says, I have to leave 
I have to be back in DC by this time. And Mulder says, why do you have a date? Yep. He's, uh, I feel a little territorial for a minute. Yeah, he sure is. And, um, no, she does not have a date. And, um, that is a big relief for him. I think. I mean, at first, yes. But yes. later. But then she gets a date with a dad from this birthday party, which I I don't like the <laughs> birthday party for one reason. And that is that. One reason. Well, okay. I guess there's a couple. But the main issue to me is that, like, Scully has to go be at her godson's party but she's like the only other adult there aside from the kid's mom whose birthday it is and is just like in charge of helping keep all these little monster boys in check and I just felt like there should be other parents (laughs) sure yeah I in general found this birthday party to be an absolute nightmare It is just a bunch of, I guess, eight-year-old boys running around screaming, wearing gorilla masks, totally just losing their minds, running into walls. It's it's complete chaos. It's it's absolute chaos. And it's absolute chaos. And the dog is eating the birthday cake, just full on eating the birthday cake. And they just push the dog away, even though the dog has ate like half the birthday cake. It's already done the rest of the birthday cake well those boys clearly don't care (laughs) yeah no they're absolute animals which i think is like a kind of a weird point that the episode is trying i think i think it is i think i almost i think they reference it slightly at one point because they're just talking about like the animalistic nature of humans and scully's like i witnessed that in children like but they don't, they don't, it's, it's very subtle, <laughs> this messaging. I don't know if it's subtle, because they're talking about how we, like, developed from primates, and are we really any different, and Scully's like, well, I was just at a birthday party where a bunch of eight-year-old boys were wearing <laughs> gorilla masks, and are they different than primates? I don't know. No. I don't think they're so. They're not. They are not. Another Scully- awful thing about this birthday party is that her is it her friend or her sister? I think it's just her friend. Okay. I, yeah, they don't, it's just, it's her godson. So I feel like right. if it was her sister, it would be her nephew. Her friend is just immediately <laughs> like, oh, Scully, when are you going to have kids? Like, you would be a great mom. And yeah. Scully is like, I don't know if I want to have kids. And this woman is not listening to her friend and is just like, you need the right guy. You just need the right guy. What about that guy you work with? You said he's cute, which, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I would encourage that if I were you. But also stop trying to push her into having kids and to just yeah. like date a guy to have kids. It's, it's, not, it's not great messaging. And also like, a bad place to discuss it when clearly they have no control over the children at this party. I can't imagine being in that environment and thinking, wow, I can't wait to do this. Like, no, that would be one of those moments where you're like, I am so glad I don't have children right now. Like, but no, she's a young woman and she needs a man so that they can have children. 
because that's what they do. I hate it. I hate it's it. It's awful. It's awful, but it it gets to Scully a little because she goes on a date with this child's dad. Yeah. So this child's dad shows up to, pick, I think, pick up his kid. And as soon as he yeah. walks in the door, like literally the second he walks in the door, Scully's friend whispers to her that he's divorced. Like, mm-hmm. calm down, lady. It's been She's like, like she set this second. up. <laughs> she had to have set this up. Like, uh, and they go on what I read as a very uncomfortable dinner date. Yeah, it was not good. Scully seemed very bored. Very bored. I literally, that is a note that I have that she is just bored. She's just like, what? This is not this isn't it yeah and he also is like you should come to the beach with me and my son like next weekend or something and I just always got get the impression that most divorced parents wait a Mm -hmm. while to introduce their kids to their dates but this guy is just like immediately like come hang out with me and my kid yeah I don't know why that is his his way about this aside from i guess scully's met this kid so he's probably like yeah well whatever but it's like no that's (laughs) it still doesn't work that way he does also later ask her he's like why don't you ask your friend i forget her name but why don't you ask your friend if you can take her son and her kid and my kid and you and i can go to a movie like how weird of a situation is that yeah, it's it's very odd. Like, just let's have a normal second date first or whatever number date this is. Let's not get the family together with this child that's not mine and <laughs> pretend like this is a normal thing for us to do together. <laughs> Alana, do you want to explain what the Jersey Devil supposedly actually looks like compared to the very troubling uh, one that they portray in this episode. Yeah, you know, I I will give my impression of what I've always thought the Jersey Devil looks like. And I think that maybe there's like a few different like interpretations you could take of the Jersey Devil, but none of them are what this episode None of of them are just a man. (laughs) The story that I've heard about the Jersey Devil, just like the very, um, like, baseline story that I've heard, very brief, is that the Jersey Devil was born to a woman in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey who was either cursed or was a witch, and was this, the Jersey Devil was, like, the 13th child this woman had, so, like, 13 is, like, a cursed number. But I've always gotten the impression that the Jersey Devil, especially because of the name, Mm -hmm. is uh, something that looks more like a a traditional devil that we would think. Something that has hooves, something that has a tail, maybe has wings, I think, is normally Mm -hmm. associated with the Jersey Devil. Um, All those things that you would kind of, you would see and maybe be like, you know what, that kind of looks like a little devil over there. Um, <laughs> that is my. And you'd say it. You'd say it so calmly like that too. That's you know exactly what, what I would guys, say. Do you see that over there? 
It looks like a little devil. Yeah, it looks like a little devil. <laughs> I've never heard, I, I mean, maybe it's true that some, in some um, accounts, the Jersey devil is pretty tall. I've never thought of it as, as especially tall. I've just thought of it as this winged half human, half beast type thing. that people have maybe seen in the Pine Barrens for the last 300 years. It's almost like they got confused and depicted like a Bigfoot instead. That's exactly, well, okay, I won't say that's exactly what they did, but that (laughs) seems like what they were trying to do. Yeah. Because they talk about it like it's a Bigfoot. It's a very tall person who's like, um like more animal than man but is in like the shape it walks upright like a man very related to bigfoot but what they show us is nothing like bigfoot like we only see the woman who um this the story that they tell us is that there was a male and a female of Mm -hmm. these things and the male died and so now the female is coming out to find food for her kids but when we see the female she is just a normal woman she is not tall yeah no is not especially hairy she has long hair sure but she's just a normal naked woman like a naked woman who's been living in the woods for most of her life because that's what she is. Like, there's n- there's nothing else. She's a little dirty. Mm-hmm. She's got really long hair. And that's pretty much it. And also, can we know, when Mulder, like, finally sees her, he's, like, in awe. Mm-hmm. As though he's seen this mythical being. And it's, like, you were so close to her, wouldn't... <laughs> Couldn't you see that she's just a normal woman? Yes, she is so normal. I can't express how normal we cannot she is. stress it enough. This was just she doesn't a normal have woman. claws. She doesn't even really have long fingernails. She is just a normal woman who is attacking other humans, and so that's why she must be. Yeah, it is interesting because, like, I think one of the people that was attacked, like, they say that, like, an animal, or they think, well, no, they think, they say that it was a human, I'm pretty sure. They say that it was a human, like, the bite marks look like human bite marks, but whatever it was bit off this guy's arm and ate it, or ate around the arm. So it's like, even the teeth are normal human teeth, like, Right, they're, they're recognizable humans. as human. <laughs> like, they're just cannibals that live in the woods. Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't understand so much of this episode because Mulder, like you said, just believes that this is a mythical being. And everyone else who has seen this thing, like there's a police officer who's helping yeah. him, Scully... She doesn't necessarily believe it's the Jersey Devil or, like, a Bigfoot or anything, but she also talks about it like it's not fully human, and what we see is... Is a human. At the beginning, it just closed my mind because they, when they are first discussing this case before they really know, or not even case, just this thing... 
they when they are talking about the Jersey Devil, it's like they both know what it is. Like even Scully's heard of it. Like she's heard this tale before, but it's like, is the tale they heard that it looks like a large man or is the tale they heard the one that we all know? Because it seems like maybe at some point they no longer think it's the Jersey Devil, but they just never say it. So you- They never communicate that. You think that this is what they believe the whole time, but it's like at some point I wish there was like- just a line where someone's like, well, it's not the Jersey Devil, but it is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, it is a naked human woman living in the woods. Like, Mulder does, after he gets the drawing from the man outside, <laughs> he then looks at another drawing, I think that's in the X-Files, and I don't know what file this drawing was associated with. But he mm-hmm. looks at a drawing of something that looks more like a classical Bigfoot. It's like a big, yes. uh, like hairy animal that's walking upright. But again, looks nothing like what we're seeing <laughs> in actuality. So why is he looking at that? Like, does he think it's a Bigfoot? Because it looks nothing like a Bigfoot either. It really doesn't. Then they discover, you know, that they've had children and that more of these exist and we do see one of them at the end and again it's just a child it is a little girl who needs help there's a little <laughs> tiny naked you killed her the- parents <laughs> learned that she had a child based on her autopsy i guess and then we're just like well moving on like, yeah, they know they know that there are children. They're like, yes, from her autopsy, she has had children, but they do no searching for these children. No. I mean, frankly, the kid's probably going to be fine. <laughs> I mean, I guess, so yeah, we, probably. They've learned some survival skills. I also just want to know, like, is this a new thing for this family? Has this been going on for generations? Like, where did they come from? How did they get to the woods outside of Atlantic City? Yeah. Why are there more? Why is there a male and female? Because that was something that I I thought when we were originally talking about the episode before I watched it, you told me that there was like maybe a female Jersey Devil. And I was like, all right, that doesn't make sense because like the (laughs) lore behind the Jersey Devil is that there's one of them. There's not like a family of them. So I just don't understand how there is both a male and female if this is supposed to be the jersey devil which well it's as, not <laughs> yeah as we found out it's really not we have yeah we're so excited to talk about this episode because this episode is wrong the whole time <laughs> is incorrect i had so much fun watching this episode and maybe it's sounding like i am like shitting on it but i really enjoyed this episode because it's just so goofy and fun and it's so unclear to me what the writers were trying to go for and whether (laughs) they really thought they were writing about a jersey devil or whether they thought they were writing about a bigfoot i don't know that that's what makes this episode as someone who has only seen five episodes of this show (laughs) this particular episode feels iconic to me i I don't know if in the X-Files fandom, like, people talk about this episode a lot, but I feel like they should. 
They're going to now. <laughs> I feel like, and I, and I haven't researched this, but I would assume if there was a lot of discussion about it, it would be similar because a lot of people, maybe not everyone, but I'd say a decent amount of people that watch the show know a little bit about folklore and mythical creatures and monsters. And they would have to, even a quick Google search told me that that's not, the, like the second I looked up Jersey Devil and saw what it was, I was like, well, that's not what this episode's about. So I would imagine there's a discussion going on somewhere where people are also trying to figure out what the fuck they thought that they were doing. Can you tell me, and maybe I don't want to know the answer to this <laughs> okay. yet, but I just want to know if this episode is similar to what's coming. Like, are future episodes this kind of silly and fun and just I Alana, kind I of nonsense? I can't express to you how different every episode can be. Like, <laughs> I tried to tell you from the beginning that, like, it's not all aliens. And I think you're slowly <laughs> starting to see a little bit of that. And some of them are just nonsense. And some of them are, some of them I know when they're dealing with like mythical creatures like this do pretty much follow the lore surrounding it. I guess I don't know enough about lore or about every monster they have in an episode to know if all of them are uh have any backing uh or if some of them are just they're like we're gonna use the name and we're gonna do a completely different thing with it but it's it's all over the place there's gonna be more like this there's gonna be more that are not at all like this so okay it's it's everything (laughs) Yeah, that's great to know. That makes me excited. I will say I only have five episodes to base this on. And I'm not saying that I haven't liked the alien episodes. But I think that we all know by this point, I have struggled a bit with the alien. Yeah, they're harder. I am worried for you when it gets into the, the show's mythology. And how like how because it's it, it there are parts where it's confusing and I was like I'm gonna rewatch this because I don't think I connected it and they clearly wanted me to but I, I I'll be there to help you through it when you get there so I guess that's all that matters yeah I mean I've already had to watch at least one of these episodes three times to understand it so if that happens again I won't be surprised by it but I think what I'm I'm feeling at this point is that the monsterish kind of like lore yeah. mythical creature episodes like, or like you like the episodes. monster of the week episodes. I'm very into those. Those are very fun for me. And I have still liked yeah. some of the alien episodes. They're just a bit <laughs> more challenging for me. I think as it goes maybe not necessarily gets easier, but it's like the monsters of the week episodes are there. I don't necessarily like for fun, but like they don't fit into like the show's plot line, right? So they just kind of stand alone and that's why they're so fun. But the aliens one get alien ones get more interesting when everything kind of like starts to tie together as like a plot line. 
and not just like these standalone things, which some of them like they come back to and you're like, all right, hang on. <laughs> like, what do we need to remember from how long ago? But it gets more interesting and you'll have this to listen back on and be able to tie everything together because you'll have an account. Yeah, I was just going to say, luckily, I'm taking notes on all of these episodes, so maybe I'll have a bit of an advantage in understanding some of the future ones. You might, or you might just completely forget, but... Yeah, that's definitely possible. (laughs) I think that in this episode, we should definitely talk about... I feel like there are two main plot lines to this episode, one being the Jersey Devil that's not a Jersey Devil... But also, there's a lot happening in this episode with Scully, um, Mm -hmm. as we talked about her being kind of like pushed on a date and kind of rethinking whether she wants a serious relationship. There's a lot of conversations about her having a life outside of her job and Mulder Mm -hmm. not. Um, But there's also a lot going on, I think, in these scenes with Mulder and Scully, in them talking about Scully's dates and... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Scully leaving her dates to um, go to work with Mulder and all of that. I, I felt like I sensed a lot that this episode was trying to say about where they are in their feelings for each other. Well, they just, even if they're not dating or sleeping together, they'd rather spend time with each other than with anyone else. Yes. But I do think that they probably did this to show us that, but also for, like, Scully to have that realization of, like, oh, I don't want it. I don't want to date this random man. Like, yeah, I'm going to cancel my date with him and instead follow Mulder to the Smithsonian to talk to someone about this non-Jersey devil. <laughs> <laughs> Even at the very start of the episode, when they're in Jersey – and Scully wants to drive back to DC oh, because yeah. she has her um, she has her birthday, has party, birthday party. And Mulder is like, "Well, I'm gonna stay." Um, and then he asks Scully if she has a date, and she and he's like, kind of jealous. But then Scully's reasoning for being upset that Mulder is not coming back with her is that it's going to be three hours in the car without him, essentially. Yeah. She's like, Mulder, you can't leave me. It's three. It's a three-hour drive in Friday night traffic. You have to be there with you me. You have to come. Yeah. Very, very odd reasoning on a lot of levels. One, she just, what, doesn't want to be without him. Two, yeah, like, she, what, she, can't, she can't drive alone. I, I will say, when I was rewatching this, my mom was like, you're a fucking FBI agent. You can't drive for three hours by yourself. Yeah, exactly. But I think the point is that she can. She just wants to spend that time just, with Mulder. She wants, which is Like three hours in a car ride, that's, that's quality time that she wants with him <laughs> that she's not going to get. However, he also asked her, he was like, why don't we stay in Atlantic City for the weekend, get a hotel room, take in a show, do some gambling. They don't, they never work. (laughs) (laughs) This whole time is not a case. And he's like, you know what? Let's just hang around. Like, you know, he's got to be charging all this back to the bureau as well. Because he's not just paying for this getaway. He's acting like he's on, on the job. Yeah. 
Yeah. And in thinking about like, they're not assigned to this case, when are they assigned to cases? Like, <laughs> how are they getting paid? What are they doing towards their actual well, assignment? Definitely salaried. So, <laughs> sure. In their free time, they can do whatever they want. I guess it's just like there's only so many case, like new cases that come through that deal with the paranormal. And a lot of the times, those cases like specifically seek them out. And if that's not happening or if they're like, because this one is just, like, they hear about something, and they're like, let's go, but, like, they're not welcome there. No. They're not conducting any sort of formal investigation. Essentially, Mulder is just monster hunting in this episode. Like, yeah. he just wants to see it, and and that's it. Like, he's not really trying to solve this case. He just, at by the end, is just like, I saw it, Scully. <laughs> like, that's it. And so, like, he's pleased. He also says then he says something like she was so beautiful or like <laughs> yeah. she was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen well because he thinks that this is the Jersey devil and what he doesn't <laughs> seem to understand is that this is a human woman who's lived in the woods her whole life yeah so like yeah she's I guess she's feral and she's a little animalistic compared to your average gal but um she is no Jersey Devil, and that's just really what it all she's comes not, down to. She's not at all. Going back to Mulder and Scully, there is also a scene later where, in this earlier scene, he asks if she's going on a date, and she says no. But later, yes, he says the same thing again. He's, I think, he's like, "Oh, you got a date?" Or no, no. What oh, he, he says, says like, "Oh, another, you got another birthday party?" Birthday party, yeah. And this time, she's like, "No, I have a date." And you can tell that he's just, like, he doesn't like that at all. No. And you can tell that that she's, like, I wouldn't say testing him, but maybe testing him a little. She's like, yeah, actually, believe it or not. Yeah. Tell me not to go. Tell me yeah. not to go on this I date. dare you. Which, actually, I think he does. I think he's like, can't you come on this thing with me? And she's like, no, yeah. I have a date. But she learns. She learns. Very quickly. <laughs> After one boring ass date with a normal dude, she's like, no, I'd rather not do that mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. I mean, also yep. the second date, it was going to involve all these children. Yeah, it does not seem like a good date at all. No, she should have canceled on that alone. Yeah. Now, we know this and we've discussed this, but so... The Jersey Devil is the, you know, like, mythological creature of New Jersey. But every state in the U.S. supposedly actually has a mythical creature, whether it's a humanoid, a cryptid, a lot of sea monsters, I've <laughs> learned in my research. Um, some of them share states, which I was a little bummed about, um... I don't know if anyone's ever heard of Tahoe Tessie. I think that's that's her name, which is, I think, quite literally an off-brand Nessie um, Loch Ness Monster. But um, she belongs There's to California and Nevada because Lake Tahoe is in both states, which I think mm. is cheating. I think that is cheating too and also there's a couple, like you said, there's a couple sea monsters that are basically all 
knockoffs of the Loch Ness Monster, there's the one you just mentioned, Tahoe Tessie. But in the Chesapeake Bay, there's another one that's called Chessie. C-H-E-S-S-I-E. So uh, they're really naming these all after Nessie. Just like really stealing yeah. from Nessie's lore. She's she's the OG. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- some, of, some of them are are not what you think though um and i i just want to take the opportunity to bring up pennsylvania's um Mm -hmm. which is where uh alana is from and alana how would you describe the squonk the squonk oh i would (laughs) describe the squonk as my favorite thing in the world yes and that's Um, really all you need to know Yes, but in addition to that, I'll just read a little description of the squonk for everyone. The legend holds that the creature's skin is ill-fitting, being covered with warts, (laughs) and that because it is ashamed of its appearance, it hides from plain sight and spends most of its time weeping. Hunters who have tried to catch squonks have found that the creature is capable of dissolving completely into a pool of tears and bubbles when cornered. A man named J.T. Wentling is supposed to have coaxed the creature into a bag, of which when he carried it home, it suddenly lightened. Upon further inspection, he found that all that remained was the liquid remains of the sad animal. (laughs) The scientific name of the squonk, the scientific name is Lacrima corpus dissolvens, which comes from the Latin words meaning tears, body, and dissolve. So essentially, this creature is so ugly that it weeps all the time, and when cornered or captured, dissolves into tears. I think we should all just sit with that for a minute. (laughs) Really take a second to think about the squonk, how sad the squonk is, what it would feel like to see a squonk who is crying because they are always crying. Just think about the squonk and its tears and it's it's weeping. <laughs> to be weeping is to just imply like such sadness. Such sadness. And we'll like, have to post pictures on our Instagram that people have drawn of the squonk because it is probably even better than you can imagine. Oh yeah. Your 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 thoughts are not doing it justice. No. So it's the story of the squonk that really compels me, but it's also the name, the yes. squonk. I'd say the squonk has one of the best names of all the states. Yes, for sure. And also, <laughs> I don't know who came up with this scientific name, but the squonk sounds nothing like the scientific name, which is, again, Lacrima corpus dissolvens. So how the, how the squonk came from that, I don't know. Yeah, it seems like a little bit of a leap, but um, I never studied linguistics, so I guess I don't know. Um, so in case you're wondering, yes, when the pandemic is over, when it is safe for me to mm. travel, I will be dedicating my life to finding the squonk. I guess maybe I could even do that before the pandemic is over, because I just need yeah. to be it's a lot. I don't need to be around people. It's probably best that you're alone. Yeah. You know, the squonk is definitely going to be deterred by large groups. 
Yeah, for sure. And I guess really the question that I need to ask myself is how can I get the squonk to not dissolve into a puddle of tears when I find it? I, you know, I wonder if you're crying as well, if that would help. He would, he it would, would like feel... help, help the squonk feel at home, feel like yeah. I am a friend. Maybe you feel a little more comfortable. Maybe he'll think you're another squonk. You know, I can do that. I think I can really do that. I can, I can cry when I, I see the squonk. We're also going to have to make you a costume that looks like a squonk. Because if this is, you know, I'm, I'm sure no one's tried these tactics because they're out there trying to hunt a, you know, mythical creature. They're not trying to adapt to the mindset of this creature. And that's what we need to be doing here. Yeah, we got to make a squonk costume and then I can just live out (laughs) in the woods as a squonk. And honestly, you might never hear from me again. Maybe that's just what I'll, I'll become the squonk is what's going to happen. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Can you wait until after we finish the X-Files? I'll try. I think we're, it's going to take us a long time to finish this but maybe it'll also take me a long time to finish this costume. I want to say just one small thing about the episode. It's so small, but I just want to say (laughs) it because I am constantly watching Mulder's behaviors and his physicality. I'm I'm very attuned to that. (laughs) So I just want to note that Mulder, specifically with Scully, is an extremely close talker. And that uh-huh. anytime he talks to her when they're alone, he like bends down because he's way taller than her. He bends down so that his face is right in front of her face. And I just want people to be yeah. on the lookout for that because I think that he, I mean, he's, she doesn't mind, but he is very much encroaching on her personal space all yeah. the time. Well, I think all of this, everything you're noticing is just plays into why everyone that watches this show does like is so annoyed that they're not together because everything about how they interact is just like well clearly clearly you guys are into each other and yet they don't they don't let it go there but you know they give us they give us little gifts like he talks really close to her there's a lot of deep eye contact when they're talking. She chooses not to go on dates and instead spend time with him. And, and these small things are what sustain us for years. <laughs> I think at some point, not today, because I think this is going to be a much longer conversation, but we're going to have to talk about the physicality between David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson and what it is maybe means for what's happening in their personal life sure we're gonna have to talk about it because i because i am thinking those things and i know i just know that many people have to have thought those things over the years oh this is definitely a a much larger conversation (laughs) well we'll pick that back up next time yes and probably continuously for the next 11 seasons and two movies we're just referring to our life as seasons now as well (laughs) but but seasons of the x-files yes yes i'm currently in season one of the x-files yeah that's the very young of life 
And I yeah. guess emotionally I am. You have your whole life ahead of you. Yeah. Another 10 seasons to go still. Just at the beginning. We did it again. We really did it. Conquered the Jersey Devil that wasn't the Jersey Devil. Episode five? five. five. Yeah, episode yeah, we, five. We officially proved that this episode was not about the Jersey Devil. Yes, we did it. We that's did what it. we came here today to do, and that's what we did. If you're listening to this and you disagree, fight me. That's fine. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'd, I'd love to hear some opinions on that if you disagree, because what story of the Jersey Devil have you heard? <laughs> that is different. You and the writers of this episode. <laughs> yeah, send in your second opinions to us. Send in your hate mail. We want it. <laughs> Please. and with that i will say as always hey aliens if you're out there can you please come get us because we're pretty scared